Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. On today's podcast, it's a new Pop Friday as Adam Richard and I discuss John Wick Chapter 4, The Mandalorian, Perry Mason and Ted Lasso. My name is Justin Hamilton and I love Grogu's teeth here on Big Squid. Hello and welcome to your Pop Friday episode where Adam and I will give you a quick rundown on the movies and TV shows we've been enjoying this week. Hang around at the end for what's coming up uh, in the next week or two and some uh, gig guide stuff for you. But uh, let's get right into it. Let's bring in Adam right now. The good news today is, uh, according to a time-travelling TikTok man, mm-hmm. the Earth is going to be invaded uh, today, like probably Northern Hemisphere. What time? I've got, well, I've got shit on. Well, I'm, I'm not even really sure why we're recording this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> um, the aliens might want it. Right. I'm ready to put my feet up. I'm ready to just... I'm ready to fire off some, some real thoughts on some people that we know. <laughs> Because I can't, I can't figure that this time traveller would be lying and get it wrong. Yeah. Well, are we going to go in a big basket like in uh, well, he said, <laughs> War of the Worlds? Well, he's, a big basket under the... Yeah, it's like they've, they've gone fucking Easter egg shopping. <laughs> uh, they're taking 8,000 people. Oh, only 8,000? Yeah, fingers crossed. Oh, that's crossed. just like a selection. Yeah. We won't even know they're gone. <sighs> anyway... <laughs> I was about to go in so many different places, but we have more important things to talk about, including the absolute delight that was John Wick Chapter 4. Now, I I didn't mean to see this review. It just, you know, just turned up my feed because all my social media feeds just give me random people that I I have no interest in. I have a lot of turfs in my feed at the moment. So (laughs) annoying, isn't it? Well, the... uh, And this... uh, uh, I just saw the t- heading of this review and 
this person complained that the movie was overlong and overstuffed and had uh, too much of everything. And I felt like that was a little bit like going to see your nan on Christmas and yeah. giving her a two-star review because she gave you too much food and too much love. Yeah, I... Yeah. Gary was like, no, this... He goes, I just... I don't see why everyone thinks it's the best film ever made. I went... No one's saying that. They're no. just saying it's a really good John Wick film. It's a great John Wick film. It's a great action film. Yeah. And uh, continues the, uh, the, the theory that we've been banging on about for mm. a while, which is snark is out, sincerity is in. Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, I know there were things up their asses and they were <laughs> sucking on hot dog fingers <laughs> and all hot of that. But, are the best. but you know, you know what the last 45 minutes of that film was? Just reminding you, hey, family. Yeah, hey, it's really family. sweet. It, it was doing what, um, what Fast and the Furious says it does. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It's all about family. No, mate, it's about cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, that was really about family. Top Gun Maverick, very sincere. Yes. And uh, Creed Three, which I was a fan of, mm-hmm. very sincere. I like love sincerity. S- sincere to such an extent that I was sitting in a silent cinema watching three characters uh, sign language to each other because their daughter is yeah. deaf. And, it, and, it's, and it's, it's dead quiet. There's no music and you're sitting there going, wow, this is sincere. Michael B. Jordan, the son I wish I'd had. Um, <laughs> John Wick 4, weirdly for a movie about guys with guns killing lots of people. And, very sincere. And hell-bent on revenge. <laughs> and hell-bent on revenge. A very sincere film. Yeah. And uh, what did you think? You, you seem to be laughing at all the same points that I was oh, laughing. It's, it's hilarious. Like, it is... You know what you're getting with a John Wick film? You're going yep. to get extended action sequences that yes. go for way longer than you expect them to. Yes. Uh, in amazingly photogenic places. Like, ev- like every scene, like every, every place that they go, if yeah. someone said, you can have three images as big posters in your house, you'd yeah. be like, oh, what, only three? Yeah. It's like there's a nightclub that rains... <laughs> There's <laughs> and, and people who keep dancing while there's a but, massive fight going on. Yeah, well, there's a massive fight going on. Which Good is, drugs. Which, uh, it was one of those things where like, they suddenly were in the nightclub. I'm like, oh, that's right. There's always a nightclub in these movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and here it is. And here it is. Here it is. Um, but yeah, lots of neon, some mm. lasers if you need them. A, a, there's always like, some sort of gallery mm. that gets shot to pieces. <laughs> yes. Man. Um, yeah, there's, there's that kind of weird... Like there's that weird mythology that mm-hmm. is always present but doesn't really – doesn't make the mistake of having you have to focus on it to yeah. understand what's going on. It's just it's just like they've, they've put a lot of condiments in. Yes. And that's one of them. Yeah. and But yeah, like uh, also the fact that the last half of the movie takes place in Paris at every – like every single f- photo uh, – you know, background. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> that like, you've ever seen yeah. in, a, in a, a tour of Paris. It's like, yeah. oh, Arc de Triomphe at nighttime in the rain, in the traffic. Sure, yeah. <laughs> let's have a let's have a car chase around it. Yeah, in Great. the wrong direction. In the wrong direction. <laughs> like the Sacre Coeur, the Eiffel Tower. Every kind of exposition scene seems to take place at either sunrise or sunset. Oh yeah, yeah. like everything's golden hour, and it's like, okay, yep, I'll, I'll go with that. No one's doing anything. In the full daylight or... Yeah. <laughs> it's always at, at beautiful lighting time. It just looks like... It looks like what if they made a movie on Instagram? And yep. I'm here for it. Yes. 
and it's beautiful. It's like it's stunning. a beautiful looking film. Uh, this is how good it is. Um, like I, I was, it was only like this morning that I remembered. Like one of the first scenes is out in the desert. Yeah, like I love it's horses. Such, like it's such a contrast. I could open. I thought, are we? Did I come to a Tintin movie by accident? <laughs> <laughs> Tintin on meth, um, meth, meth. The uh, it, it's interesting. I don't know if you felt this as well. Uh, I, I feel like the superhero genre is running out of steam. Mm-hmm. That there's nothing really that insightful about saying that. But mm. still, the biggest films are superhero movies. Yeah. Top Gun. Uh, he's a superhero. His name's Maverick. He yeah. hangs out with a, another superhero called Iceman. You yeah. know, they're all they're superheroes. John Wick is quite clearly a superhero. Oh, and this world is very. Uh it's like a comic book. Yes. That there's like that weird mythology, like you yes. said, the you know, the people in charge of this weird network of assassins and yep. their their weird gold coins that they use to go and stay at <laughs> dodgy hotels and that are full of guns and knives. Yeah. And they're, they're <laughs> the fabric that their suits are made out of that is hilariously bulletproof. <laughs> like it's like it's phenomenal. When um for everyone listening, when uh, Adam and his partner Gary dropped me off, I Barrel rolled out of the car and held up my <laughs> imaginary jacket while people shot at me. It's it's great, but it's part of the it's it's part of the choreography as well. Yeah. Like the the choreography, uh, it, it's not just the fighting. It's the it, it's the way uh, guns are reloaded. Yeah, even, even that becomes a part of the yeah. dance of it all. Um, I also love the fact that all of the people in the movie are very polite and wait for Keanu to get around to punching them in the face. It's all right. <laughs> It's all right. They're the rules. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna look like I'm doing, busy here doing something. He'll get around to it. Oh, here he is. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> well, part of what I like about John Wick is he he does feel his age. Yeah, it's he, it's a little bit superhero, a little bit uh, Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Yeah, just say, oh, I am injured. Yeah, this, this hurts. Like <laughs> like I might be surviving these close range bullet shots, but I'm I'm also yeah. taking a beating. Yeah. And he runs like he's taking a beating. Oh, my God. He runs like he's taking a beating and been kicked in the nuts. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. Uh, I, uh, I particularly enjoyed Bill Skarsgård. Uh, so, I've he seen him in two films recently. Mm. One is this and the other one was I finally got around to watching Barbarian. Yes. And uh, uh, both quite different roles. Yeah. And, uh, but also sort of tapping into the same thing with different outcomes. So, I, I quite enjoyed... Watching him. Oh, this is what I was going to say about mm. uh, superhero uh, tropes. It's like, uh, so a couple of things were going through my head was one is Marvel and DC have missed so many opportunities oh, in yeah. their limited way of approaching things because Keanu on a horse in the desert chasing yeah. three arseholes. We, that's where we could have had Batman on a horse yeah. in, chasing Ra's al Ghul. You know, yeah. that, that's how that story initially was. You know, 70s Neil Adams, yeah. hairy-chested sex god Batman. Yeah. I Look, I it's... Yeah. I, I mean, I did love the fact that the Matt Reeves Batman was the detective Batman, like yes. going to crime scenes, yes. having a look around. Yeah. Although it was kind of... It is kind of galling that there's a thousand police people there and... Batman's the only one that finds the thing under the carpet. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's, he's the world's greatest detective, he so is. it makes sense. And but and you can just... only be the world's greatest detective if all the other detectives are really dumb. Well, they are. Well, they're all, they're all on the take. That's the problem. <laughs> That's also, um, I don't know if you've ever watched the TV show mm-hmm. Scott and Bailey, mm-hmm. which is Sally Wainwright, who's just recently done the amazing uh, series 
Oh, with um, Sarah Lancashire, Happy Valley. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, when it, she did a show with Saran Jones, Leslie Sharp, called Scott and Bailey. It was just a just two women who are police detectives and it just, you know, they're just to solve crimes. But all the men they work with are the stupidest people on the yeah, face of the great. earth. <laughs> like yeah. leaving, leaving their detective books in, in taxis. Yeah. Like just stupid. Like you're just like... Yeah, you're gilding the lily, love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That is but very it's the funny. same in Batman. You know, it, I, like if all the detectives are dumb. I do love like that there are, there is like no law enforcement in the John Wick world. Oh, yeah. Like, like the cops never turn up. They never turn up. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good thing. I've never, I've never actually thought about that. But he... It would complicate matters. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, well, let's pretend they don't, they don't happen. It's great. Well, the cops are off doing something else. Like, yeah. you know, picking on minorities. You know how it works in America. <laughs> we do know. Not just America. Um, the other one was... Well, yeah, no, that's a good point. Sorry for being racist to American cops. It's cops everywhere. Um, the other thing uh, was there's a kind of like a Daredevil kingpin fight scene. Oh, yeah. And I was like... Man, you guys, like, this movie's done all of these things Mm. just as well. Really funny. One of the best jokes, which I will not ruin for anyone, Mm. but it was, I think, may have been your biggest laughing fit was towards the end. Oh, at Sacre-Cœur on the way? Yes. And it is, like, it's it's a really good joke. Like, it's really properly funny and the audience erupted. There are so many moments in this film and I I think I turned to you at one point and said it out loud. I was like, are we watching The Three Stooges with guns? Yes. Like, there are so (laughs) many broad slapstick moments like in the action sequences that you go, this is... Amazing, yeah. Like, I'm really, I'm here. I'm here for the stupid slapstick. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Uh, it's a it's a long film, but I think it I think it moves super quickly. Oh, super quickly. Uh, I would suggest snack also, up. Nothing happens in between the action sequences, really. Oh yeah, it's like they're really short scenes. Like we need four minutes of exposition. Also, people need to breathe and shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quickly get Ian McShane. Get him in because he's so charismatic and he's having so much fun. Where's Lawrence Fishburne? Quickly get the two of them in to yeah. a scene. And, uh, and then know. we're going to shoot some people again for another oh, half an hour. Great. Uh, I genuinely had such a great time, and I was exhausted. At oh the yeah, film. like I was properly tired. Like. And also, like, so much inventive cinematography, like that top-down, uh, oh, yeah. which looks like a top-down shooter, which yeah. is like a video game kind of, um, you know, genre. And it's just like there's a whole sequence filmed from yeah. from the ceiling. And it's incredible and yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's with the sparkly gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a sparkly gun, but when you see it, you will understand what I mean by that. Um, and it also feels like it's potentially got some that world's got some spin-off potential oh, yeah. which Absolutely. is which I'm up for yeah like if they keep it up you know if they keep it mindless they keep the mythology there but loose mm-hmm. I think you've got to keep Ian McShane yeah I, I feel like he's the connective tissue if you want to have a yeah. he's there Nick Fury but yeah. you know but it's yeah it's an interesting world with uh, interesting characters in it and I yeah I'd be happy to dip my toe back in, even if Keanu had decided, oh, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if they decided to do like a series or they decided to do a... Um, oh, that's the other thing. Uh, uh, Donnie Yen, is, he's like a stick 
from Daredevil yeah, character yeah, yeah. as well too, you know. Yeah. So um, they're yeah. borrowing a lot from comics. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely are, and it's but the um, good bits as opposed to some of the Marvel and DC films, which only borrow the bad bits. Oh, and it's I like know. you've got the rights to all the good bits as well. Yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> Why the good you bits. Use them. Do them. <laughs> all right, John Wick Chapter Four. Well worth it. Big screen. Oh, yeah, you have to go on the big screen. Go to the biggest screen you can possibly see. With it on. the louder sound system. You yeah. need to hear every every explosion and every gun pop. Feel it feel it in your chest yeah. and have a good time. It's and and don't leave clothes behind. Like, I, I left a hat at John Wick th- 3 and I was devastated. I never saw it again. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> hold on to your clothes. Go and see John Wick Chapter 4. Don't get undressed is what Look, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that way about a lot of things. Um, <laughs> all right. Now, uh, let's... Uh, do a, a, a quick rotation into Ted Lasso season three. How are you feeling? I'm feel like like sometimes there's a scene and you go, "This is a great scene," mm. but it is in the middle of what is driving the story forward, and I feel like we could have lived without it. Mm. And I get that about four times an episode. And the episodes go for way longer than I really want them to. Oh, so that is my. That's my main complaint is that I'm happy to be back with these characters. Yeah. I want to see what's going on with them. Yeah. But the two episodes so far are too long and yeah. they, they could have been like they could have been three episodes or they could have been four episodes yeah. and just kind of get in, hit hard, like you start to lose the potency of some of the yeah. jokes. Um and yeah, I've I've been a bit bored, even yeah. though I'm happy to be back. And it's like, so it's taken 90 minutes to get through the first two episodes, which I'm like, that, like you say, that could have been three episodes. Yeah. And I, look, it's, I, I get why they're in the quandary they're in. It's like, well, how do we separate that storyline out? How do we move that scene? Like the scene with um, Roy Kent and Trent Krim. Yeah. Uh, and the newspaper article from when Roy was 17 was yep. absolutely devastating and yes. beautifully written and yep. wonderfully performed. Yep. But it was a complete left turn from what was a quite an urgent scene that was happening yes. in the show. And it's yep. like that that's something that should have been saved for later. Like that was like that was a speed bump. Yes, in the middle of the, the the narrative thrust of the episode, like we're about to, you know, find out how are we going to go with the game, and it's like let's take a pause from the football. It's like yeah, no, 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 it's no. not. Let's stick with the football. And yeah, that, and so if that had been if that had been the third episode, and then the, yeah. the third episode could have been mainly the football. Yeah, like there there was already a good diversion when we had. Um, the owner go up to the 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 new recruit that they're all trying to get their yeah. hands on. That was that was a good diversion. Yeah, I I, I love Keely. I think she's a great character. Yeah. I thought her entire storyline in this episode could have been moved to a different episode, and it wouldn't have killed it. Uh, yeah, but it should have been her episode. Yeah, because it know? started out feeling like oh, it's a Keely episode, and then yeah. it's like oh no, we're going to play a football game now. Yeah, like it's yeah. I just feel like they're because they don't have the um, you know, the network breathing down the neck of like, it's got to be 22 minutes or yeah. it's got to be 30 minutes or whatever it is. It just feels like it's blowing out and it's, yeah. And I'm loving the storyline of why is Ted there? Does Ted want to go back home? Yeah. Is he missing his son? Like, I think that's really, yeah. And they're touching on that just enough, but everyone else's stories, I feel like they're, they're really leaning on things. Yes. And it's like, and, but again, 
I, so many scenes that I loved, and you're like, well, then you'd have to sacrifice, you know, Jamie trying to hug Roy. <laughs> oh, yeah, which was great. <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. It was a really funny moment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah. And you're like, well, then what do we, what do we lose? Like, like I, and I get the quandary that they're in. Yeah. But I would say just be ruthless with your... With your storytelling. To be honest, it's like, you know, uh, what's his name? Oh, God. Uh, the, the, who who headers the ball in for the winner? Oh, uh, um, Danny. Danny, yeah. yeah. You, you, my you, face. I did it with my face. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm scared that they're going to give Danny too much because Danny's great. Like... It's it's the happy days quandary. Yeah. Like the, some of these characters are much better when they're in the background, popping in and out, adding oh. flavour, and you don't like. I feel a don't 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 bring up happy days, otherwise I'll start to go on a rant about how Jenny Piccolo was so much better before we ever met Jenny Piccolo. Like Jenny Piccolo was the, the like key in yeah. understanding how great a character can be without ever having to be seen. Yeah, and then Jenny Piccolo was in every episode, and then you were like, point, you're oh, like, man, mm, Jenny she's, Piccolo. She's not, as, she's not as outrageous as I was expecting. Yeah, well, that's part of the problem as yeah. well, isn't it? It's like when you meet Fran's dad yeah. in The Nanny. One, yeah. Like, you never met Maris in, in Frasier. Right. She was always the thinnest and most sickly person who ever lived. Right. And you just went, oh, wow. What a, what a mole. I love yeah. her. Yeah, it's great. And you never had to see her. <laughs> um, well, it's funny. So, yeah, so I'm feeling like I'm in, I'm in, I'm enjoying Ted Lasso ex- to a certain extent, um, but it, it, the episodes are too long. Yeah. And like that whole setup with the Chelsea manager. Yeah. And bringing in Zava to go, yeah. we're going to sign him. And it's just like, it was, it's like we all knew where that was going to go. Yeah. And it just felt like a kind of, like, I would have rather just cut to the next scene yeah. of everyone in, like, in the pub being excited about it. I could have actually done without any of the pub scenes. Yeah, yeah. That feels like it's kind of a bit, like, like that felt like going back to a well that we've moved on from. Yeah. Like, it's, and I love seeing them there. And, yeah, it kind yeah. of gives you the sense of how, how much people are behind this team. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Ted Lasso so far, it's fine, but it's, it's, fine. it's not. It's it's lost a little bit of its spark for me. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about the Mandalorian? Well, now that we've gotten past our hour long episode of yeah. uh, <laughs> fake Andor, yeah, yeah, Mandor, <laughs> Mandor. Um, I look everything that I love about the Mandalorian was in this episode. Yeah, like crazy action sequences, yeah. a stupid thing that they have to do. Yeah. <laughs> 
some, rescuing someone from a giant monster. Yeah, like it was it was fun, and, and also it, that like wacky flashback where you find out that Grogu's like twenty years old. Oh or, yeah, or older. Oh, isn't he meant to be like fifty or something? I guess. Like, yeah, but he's still a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> they, age, they age slowly. Those uh, little baby Yodas, and uh, and really nice to see like the Star Wars production office giving something back to that poor guy yes who played Jar Jar Binks that was maligned for forever and and he gets to save Grogu yeah and it was great be, he gets to be a Jedi and it's fun and it's exciting and he was super cool yeah you know like don't hopefully they don't keep him to a one-off like yeah. bring him back in uh, look I have to be honest I just want it simple I yeah. just want I want uh, Dujin hanging out with Grogu. I, I like. I like him. You think he's using the Force to move rocks? Turns out they're little crab things. Yes. Great. What a cute little bugger. Yeah. I, I I don't mind that he's got a bit of PTSD. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Like that's fine. And I, also, like instead of it being PTSD and it's like a really torturous scene, it's just like no more crazy heist business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just more excitement. And you also I like you know. The only thing that I found interesting from the very long and boring episode last week was that rock. That's yes. like, oh, yeah, that's the top of the mountain. Yeah. Um, and then they went past it. It's like, oh, that's the top of the mountain. Yeah. And that, that was about, you know, that was, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, once again, timing. Yeah. Feels like it got back on track by keeping everything. Oh, yeah, it was like under shorter. 40 minutes. Like yeah. It was 30, 33 or 34. Yeah, or something, something like yeah. that. And, and like nine minutes of that is the credits of everyone who worked on it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, great. And I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see that they've gone a little bit of Game of Thrones. They've picked up three yeah. kind of dragon-like creatures. That was hilarious. <laughs> three new foundlings. Ridiculous. Great. So that was fun. If you go to the Mandalorian Google page, you uh, you get a little Grogu who, when you click on things, uses the Force to mess them around Aww, as well. So, Grogu. Uh, you know what? I love his teeth too. I love his little teeth. <laughs> it's so uh, cute. I just want, I just love, yeah. I only want Grogu. <laughs> uh, and uh, two more to just quickly touch on. Mm. You've watched the pilot to Lucky Hank? No, I haven't watched either. Oh, you haven't watched any of Lucky no. Hank? Okay, let's avoid that one. Uh, I want to watch it. But I yeah. will say... Uh, n- absolutely no mention about the show. What I found interesting was I was a bit like, oh, I love Bob, Bob Odenkirk, but you know, Better Call Saul was my favourite. Yeah, from last year, and he's played that character for what so long. Yeah, and I, I was just years yeah, I was just a bit a like, am I, am I like I haven't seen his uh, movie Nobody because I was oh, it is great. Yes, which I've heard. I, I've just been still kind in of Soul John Wick light. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm up for that. Well, I've just been—I've just enjoyed him so much as Saul. I've been kind of yeah. marinating in that, and then I thought oh, I'll give this a go, and immediately was like, "Oh, I'm getting a new character with all of the things I like about Bob Odenkirk, awesome. which is great." Um, and I thought I'd—we uh, could finish on uh, an update of how you felt about Perry Mason. Oh, Perry Mason's so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh now God. there is uh, a show where the lead character, who was you know good at his job. Mm. Thank goodness he has uh, his sidekick in Della, who oh. is quite clearly smarter than him and Della reprimands Street. him this week because yeah. we find out um, he's been keeping a lot of stuff to himself. Yeah, that was quite tragic. The fact that he's been holding that in, like yeah. I feel like this is kind of a breakthrough for him to go, yeah, I need to share this pain yeah. with you. Yeah, And she's like, why didn't you share it before? Like, yeah. I need to know these things. I worked on that case too. Yeah. 
And it was it was such a beautifully acted scene. Uh, Juliet uh, Rylance oh, and Matthew Reese, the, the two of them together. Oh. She she's never too much. She's never too no. little. She is pitch perfect. She's got the Kate Blanchett's like you oh, know, yeah. just re- can really nail a scene. Yeah, never goes too far in one yeah. direction or the other. And you're like, oh, that's some control. Yeah, she is just great. And also steaming in her uh, scenes with. Her new friend. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, as a gay man, you can probably comment more on that than me as a heterosexual man who might sound like he's being a dirty perv. But uh, since you brought it up, it was hot. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, I love that we're in the 30s and here are two professional women, Yeah, you know, living lives of their own and yeah. just finding each other. And Because yeah. the one thing I didn't like about her... Um, Girlfriend from last season, who's only been in one scene asleep this season so far, um, was just that she was kind of, you know, they'd fallen into kind of heteronormative gender roles in that one was the working girl and the other one was like, I'm the stay at home pretty girl. Right. Uh, Yeah. Whereas this is like, no, no, we are two fierce uh, employed women um, who have our own careers and don't need men to keep us. And. Now they've found each other and it's like, woo. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Um, two other people that I want to give a shout out to mm. in this is I'm loving Hope Davis. Oh, she's always amazing in everything. Right. Like, and, and she is juicy in this. Oh, and she's always awful. Yeah. But <laughs> doing her exercises oh my was God. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I love because she lives in that glorious mansion. I love the, you know, it feels very. Now, mm. um, even though it's in the middle of the depression, that she's surrounded by opulence, like she's yes. totally loaded. Like her house is glorious, her pool is immaculate, mm. everything's amazing. And then in the next scene, you're in Hooverville. You're yes. like people living rough because no one can live anywhere. Like people living in a shanty town that's been built in a park. Yeah, like it's. I, I've got to say, speaking of Hooverville, the ending really knocked me for a loop. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. what? No. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. This case has just taken a turn for the worse. Yeah, it really has. And it, it, it's exactly where you want Perry to be. Yeah. You want Perry to be... Behind the eight ball. Behind the eight ball. I love uh, I love the judge. Oh, yeah. The judge is great. Uh, Clearly biased, like, from the outset. Like, yeah. And, and trying not to be, but, like... Is. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like... Kind of like, uh, I kind of got a read on him that he's essentially a good guy who has just been, um, who's probably a product of his time. Yeah. Uh, But the other, uh, uh, I love the moments of Gretchen Mole as the Uh, ex-wife. Catherine Watterson just popping up. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, what's going on here? Once again, really well-written character. Very funny. Uh, But Chris Chalk as Paul Drake. I love the Paul Drake storyline. I had no idea what was going on. With the phone books in the yeah, bar? Yeah, and it was great. I'm like, what is... Hang on, I had a moment of watching it going... He's inventing ballistics. <laughs> it was great. And there he is firing the guns and, you know, he, he has his big confrontation, but he also... He's a bit shaken by it. Um, also, um, uh, Diara Kilpatrick, who plays mm. his wife. I oh, also love the so wife great. as well, so... Um, also, that horrible kind of, like, family unit they've got with the brother who's with kind of... You know, 
now out of work because of what Paul Drake's done. Yeah. To, like it's, yeah. The, it's all the, a bit ugly. It's, yeah, it's very ugly. Also just the ugliness of the depression. Yeah. And it just kind of feels, you know, I feel like we are stuck in that time again. Like yeah. we are, like we're not as destitute at the moment. I mean, some people are, but it just feels like there is very much, some people have so much yeah. and others are barely getting by Yeah, that it, yeah, it feels it feels more relevant now than it did last time I watched it, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of full on. Yeah, and there's also a uh, and also that thing of the haves not really understanding no. where the have nots are, yeah. and what they don't have, and yeah. and that it's not their fault that they can't get out of these situations. Also, I went to see King Kong at the movies. Oh, uh, you know the scene where he's like. <laughs> Hey, I'll take, you know what, I'm going to bond with my son and then I'm going to take him to see King Kong and then the son's up all night having nightmares because yeah. back then that's like taking your kid to see John Wick, yeah. you know? It's like, this is too much. There was a little kid at John Wick. There was a little kid. I could hear him all the way through it. <laughs> I was like, the only thing that was... Um, I, I thought about making friends with him afterwards in case he grows up to think that that's a good idea on how to live in the real world. I was like, I better make... I could be his Ian McShane. That's, uh, that's going to be my plan. All right, we will leave it there. Thank you for that, Adam. Uh, one thing I've been watching, if anyone wants to uh, keep up with me, and maybe I'll talk about it next time, mm-hmm. Sex Education on Netflix. I've ah. only just started. I've not watched it before. Okay. Gillian Anderson. Oh, Really? Oh, she's so good. I do love Gillian Anderson. Oh, it's so great. Asa I- Butterfield, Shudi Gatwa, Emma yeah. Mackey. Like, yeah. Like the three of them... Um, Oh, and no, another character, another actor, like three people from this were picked up for Greta Gerwig's Barbie. Oh, like, okay. This is, yeah, it's the cast of the future. I feel like it's we're seeing so many people. Right. What's <laughs> that on? Show. It's on Netflix. Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's okay. But it's, yeah, it's just about sexuality in high school. Yeah, great. And it's, yeah, the conceit is really, really cute. Right. So, yeah, Gillian Anderson is a sex therapist. Great. Um. And her son, Otis, played by Asa Butterfield, he becomes the school sex therapist. Uh, right. But he doesn't want anyone to find out. Not only is he a virgin, he can't even touch himself to masturbate. Like, he's really freaked out by the whole thing. Great. <laughs> but he's really, like, clear-headed when it comes to other people's sexuality and right. sorting out all of their problems. Well, that sounds about right, doesn't it's it? hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> And I, you know, like um, QAnon and uh, everyone have have ruined my ability to go back and watch random episodes of The X-Files. So, uh, (laughs) so, that was ours. Yeah, I know. It was great. And now it makes it feel like, you know, oh, no. No, this guy's voting for Trump. (laughs) Fox Mulder. God damn. Anyway. But yeah, Gillian Anderson, amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm always happy to get a little bit more Gillian Anderson in my life, so... (laughs) All right, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try and uh, at least uh, churn out the first one before yeah. next time. All right, thank you. Thank you once again to the fabulous Adam Richard for joining me today. The feedback on the Pop Friday episode from last week was overwhelming. Like, you were really into it, and it was really positive, and I can't thank you enough for all the positive and fantastic feedback that you have sent our way. So, we will do more of these. Uh, It might be one of those ones where 
you know, there'll, there'll be when, the time when I'm down at the Melbourne Comedy Festival and I won't be able to record one then probably. And, you know, maybe I will be, but, you know, there just might be times where we don't have time or there just might not be that much to talk about or whatever. But for the most part, uh, I think this will become uh, a semi-regular way to finish off the week. So uh, once again, thank you for everyone who got in touch and talked about how much they loved uh, what we were doing here. Quick reminder, I have two shows appearing at the Melbourne Comedy Festival on April 16th. We're doing a one-off Big Squid Live podcast. That's right. We're going to do the show live. It's my... uh, thrill to have a good friend that I have not seen in a long time. Celia Pacola is coming on and my mate Josh Earl, who I worked with on his podcast at the end of last year. We're going to compete against one another to make the great Aussie movie list. So we will put in, uh, essentially we're going to go up against one another and try and only have the movies that we want, try and get them before the other one gets them, and then the audience will get to vote on who has done the better job. Then on the 17th, my award-winning stand-up show, Little Victories, will be performed at the Melbourne Town Hall. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. I've kind of missed the show. I had a really good time in Adelaide, and it's a a bit of a break between drinks, but uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to Melbourne. It will be my first Melbourne Comedy Festival since 2020. Oh no, since 2019 actually. So, goodness, that's a long time. So, if you would like to come along, that would be great. Uh, All my Big Squid listeners can save money on ticket purchases by using the promo code PODCAST. PODCAST. That's one word, podcast. (laughs) Uh, That's my gift for being a loyal listener of Big Squid. Head to justinhamilton.com.au forward slash gigs. You can find links for the show. You can use that uh, promo code for both shows. Patreon subscribers, remember to use your super duper discount and uh, that will get you even more money off than the, the usual Big Squid podcast one. Uh, If you're not a Patreon subscriber and would like to access bigger discounts to live events, bonus podcasts and more, actually this week uh, I just put up uh, an interview with Will Anderson from 10 years ago on my old podcast, Can You Take This Photo Please? It is up and available and it's really fascinating. Uh, I had a really good time listening back to it and it's also been getting uh, some really nice replies online. So if you'd like to be able to access stuff like that and heaps more, head to Patreon patreon.com forward slash Justin Hamilton. If money is tight and you'd like to support our work here, a top review on Apple Podcasts is a great way to show us the love. I'll be back on Monday with a brand new Chitter Chatter followed by the Mission Impossible episode or (laughs) our series Mission Impossible, which I was uh, going to put up this week, but the Angela Fauperier interview uh, felt like it was current we were talking about current things so i've moved it to next week so mission impossible 2 adam and i doing a deep dive on that film goes up next week we might have a couple of others as well i hope you have a wonderful weekend and if you're one of the people who gets taken away by the aliens don't forget to send us a postcard or an email or smoke signals i'm dying to know how you're going until then Planning for your next trip? 
elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.